Hey, that's not rubbish. Hello, I'm Lexi, a big fat circular fashion groupie. And I'm Madison, an upcycled clothing stan. Yes. We are advocates for and admirers of upcycled clothing here to, you know, pop in and add to the convo on upcycling. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for giving our podcast a chance. First episode. And we will be sharing our experiences related to upcycling and basically how it's changed us and how it's changing the world for the better. We are almost too passionate about this topic. So if we get annoying, sorry. (laughs) But we'll be here every week with lots of fun topics, designers to introduce, tips and tricks. We hope you stick around and join us on this journey of realizing, hey, that's not rubbish in British or not up to you I don't know what I should say either but yeah thanks guys for coming I'm not sure if you're an upcycler if you want to be just a groupie like me or you're just looking for ways to maybe consume more ethically or maybe just less overall that'd be cool but I'm glad you're here I think we're gonna have a blast um I'd say our tone is going to be very fairly fashion but okay we get it we've shopped there same but here's how we moved on to dress bolder more comfortable affordable guilt-free so big win-win why the hell not okay exactly I do want to start every episode with a little bit of good news I got a good one for you Madison yes <laughs> so I'm ready. Facts, according to Miss Emily Vernon from um Metricus IO apparently baby kangaroo poo could be the secret to stopping cows methane farts Yes. So cows, one of my favorite animals, they fart out methane, which traps more heat in the atmosphere than carbon dioxide. So it's 80 times more harmful than CO2. Shout out kangaroos and shout out Australia. That's the place to be. See, we're all working together. It's not just kangaroos. It is. I wonder if it's like just baby kangaroos. Like once you get a certain age, you're like not able to help out anymore i think so so (laughs) i guess baby kangaroos just have to poop a lot now to make yeah their activism has an expiration date yeah (laughs) get to a baby cool so yeah i think today we'll just we'll take it chill we'll just talk about ourselves you know we'll tell you who we are and why you should come listen to us talk every week but madison you're way cooler than me so you go first stop you're too flattering because I hate talking about myself I know we've been talking about this Madison is like do I have to I'm like yes you have to okay so guess I'll back to the start so (laughs) I really feel like I got an upcycling just like everybody else realizing how the fashion industry produces way too much waste and I wanted to challenge how traditional production methods of clothing work. And it's it started a little bit before COVID when I was in design school. And I realized then with COVID, when I was trying to go find these materials that I needed and the stores won't open, the materials have been around me the whole time. Hello. I really just had to, you know, open my eyes 
and realize all of the other things that I could create from what's around me. So that drew a huge inspiration for me. And as well as just seeing what others create, mm-hmm. I never actually saw myself having a clothing brand or a fashion brand, because like I said, I was super turned off by the fashion industry, the unethical standards, the forced labor practices, mass marketing. Oh, also the environmental costs. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. So, (laughs) and this whole time I feel like we're all taught to make a big brand, make huge profits, go and manufacture in third world countries because your margins will be so much higher. Mm -hmm. And I don't really stand for any of those things. Now realizing with all of the information out there on how harmful it is to the planet and our people, I want to try a different route. So that's why I created 707 Clothing Heaven as a little passion project of mine and to challenge the traditional production methods, basically, and waste culture, and to be a real person behind a brand that connects with other real people to help them get into pieces that are sustainable and unique, but without the huge cost to the environment. Right. 707 Holy Heaven is awesome. I have some pieces myself. One time I went over to Madison's and I brought over like a, I was moving. So I brought over like a bunch of scrap clothes that I wasn't going to bring with me and some old sweaters and Madison made me a super cool set out of them. And it's just so cool because I wasn't wearing these sweaters anymore. And now I have this brand new set that aligns with my style some more. So definitely check out 707 Clothing Heaven. Thank you. I love the shout out. Yeah, of course. I I think it's important to note that, yeah, there are, what, seven pieces that we could look at in our closet and say, I could could disregard these or I could make these into something else. So that's what a lot of upcyclists have realized. And so they'll take, you know, other customers' clothes and from their closet and transform it into something new. So super excited to see what the future of upcycling holds because it's definitely game-changing I agree I think there's a lot of potential I think the time is now I think people are starting to get really fascinated by the inventiveness and the creativity and you know I mean gotta face the music science is knocking on our door and telling us that it is time so that's where I come in I think I have a creative director and a communications girl so I studied uh yeah just that kind of skill set of communicating with people and promotion. You know, we all know what advertising is. We see it every day. So I, what was really important to me is using this skill set to promote things that I care about and will do good. Uh, and I'm so lucky to have fallen in love with and become so passionate about something so cool, something that combines creativity with art form and zero waste and environmental and just ethics. Ethics are always cool. They make the world go round, I think. Ethics and creativity. Yeah. In my book, they are important. So I met Madison as a student, literally last year. Um, I was a contributor for the student-run sustainable magazine called Alter, A-L-T-R. So much love for Alter. Big shout out to them. They are actually looking for more members. So if you're interested in promoting sustainability, then definitely reach out. You have a lot of creative freedom and you can contribute anything to the magazine. So yeah, I decided I wanted to promote upcycling. So I was just getting into it and I really wanted to highlight an upcycle artist, an upcycle designer. So I put something in my story and a bunch of people from our area recommended Madison. Like it was a no brainer. Like she 
is beloved in the Michigan, Detroit suburbs, um, sustainable fashion community. So we got together and we shot this awesome photo shoot in the Heidelberg project in Detroit, which is actually um, a very, it's like a huge junk art exhibition. So if you're ever, you know, vacationing in Detroit, definitely make sure to stop by. <laughs> it's beautiful. So yeah, we, we totally hit it off. We sat down for hours after the shoot and just talked. Um, and I would have honestly never thought about making a podcast if I hadn't my medicine. I think we really hit it off and we have a lot of good stuff to say. So here we are. Yeah, I love that. Here we are because <laughs> why not talk about our experiences and just open the conversation, you know? Yeah, I talk about a lot of dumb stuff. So this one's kind of productive, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just fell in love with this ability to to take the materials around us and make something new out of it. It's amazing how creative and inventive people have been with the most random of things. So I think it's more of a how did I not get into it type thing. I love that. Yeah. And I think we all can look in our lives and see little bits of upcycling and not know that it was upcycling. Exactly. Even, you know, your mom repatching your jeans and mm -hmm. your dad reupholstering the couch, reusing just simple like egg cartons and milk jugs for things. There's all these examples in everyday life that okay. we just didn't have a word to call it besides, you know, reuse. Right, reuse, reduce, oh. recycle. <laughs> that <laughs> one. <all> we had. <laughs> it is what it is, right? Yeah. Now we have upcycling. <laughs> now we have it, and we'll talk about it. So we will. I think, let's just get right into it. Next episode, we're gonna dive into what is upcycling, how we see it around us in pop culture. It's definitely becoming a bigger thing. You know, Bella Hadid's wearing it on the red carpet. Um, dresses are being reused, and then all about the history of upcycling because. It didn't just start now. It's been around since colonial times. So stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. And thanks for listening to us this time. And yeah. we will be here to show you why things are not rubbish. Um, yeah, because they're not. Not. They're not. Oh, I don't even need to pretend I have a British accent, but God. <laughs>